This is Andrew for Geek News Central coming to you from the Gadget Show Live in Birmingham, England. I'm with Kev from Folding Playhouse, who effectively has what it says on the tin. It's a folding playhouse. Kev, tell us more. Hi, Andrew. Well, yeah, as you said, folding playhouse. Um, the basic idea is a concept of a child's outdoor playhouse that folds away when not in use. It folds flat to 30 centimetres, so it's great for storage. Um, you can pop it in the shed or in the garage. In fact, if you've got a good-sized family car, you can actually pop it in the back of the car, take the playhouse to the uh, grandparents, or if you're a single parent, you can chop and change between locations. But not only is it a folding playhouse, it actually it's a multi-use toy that transforms into an arts and crafts table. So with a little bit of, sort of jiggery-pokery, within 15 seconds, you can turn it into an arts and crafts table, which again can be used indoor or outdoor. And if the child is you know, bored and wants to play or move indoors, you can simply pick it up, move it inside and play in there as well. Okay, and could you just give us an idea of how big it is? Yeah, the actual, when it's a playhouse, it'll stand roughly about one metre fifty. Um, when it's uh, wide, about 1m40, depth is 1m10. When it becomes the table, it's still 140 wide, but a metre high. And when it folds flat, it folds to uh, 1m high, 140 wide, and 30 centimetres depth. Okay, and it comes in a, if you like, a range of colourful plastics? It will do, yeah. We're at the concept stage at the moment, so we're, we're experimenting with colours, whether it's either primary colours, unisex colours, or gender-specific colours. But some of the accessories we're looking at are perhaps decals, depending on if we get any branding uh, agreements. Obviously, it can be branded to the latest fad that's out at the moment. Uh, so, yeah, we're, so we're at the concept stage, so we're here today to gauge feedback both from the general public and potential investors or distribution networks or, in fact, manufacturers. OK, yeah, so you've been part of the uh, the British Inventors Project. Indeed, yeah, we've been fortunate. I think there's about 250 that applied. We've been very fortunate to be shortlisted to the top 20. So by being here today, uh, it's given us the exposure to the general public, which for me, this concept was, say, it my aha moment was in my own garden. Now that the general public are actually touching and feeling the product, it's great to get real-world experience and feedback. Yeah, no, it looks great. And I mean, I have a daughter and she would have died for something like this. Okay, yeah, thank you, yeah. Yeah? No, so, uh, you know, in, in your, what sort of development path are we on? I mean, you, you're talking about getting interested parties. Yeah, we've got interested parties at the moment. Some are lukewarm, some uh -huh. are uh, slightly warmer than that, but I don't want to go into details at the of moment. Course. But we're trying to expand all our options that we've got available to us at the moment. So for the last 12 months, we've been developing the concept with a product design company. So we've outsourced that to the consultancy uh, approach to that. But uh, I personally have been in communication with most of the major brands in the, in the world for this product. But also we're looking to crowdsource it as well. So if the major products don't want a license agreement, then we are looking to go down the crowdfunding route as well. Again, with the mainstream ones, your Kickstarters or your crowdsource, crowdfund. Um, so again, the theory for being here for the four days is to try and gauge feedback. A, is the market for the product? B, what price would people pay? And obviously, when we're going to crowdfund and do a video for that, we can actually give real-world data. Already, you know, without any exaggeration, we could have sold it 100 times over today yeah. alone, and we're only halfway through the first day. Yeah. And do you have any idea of what sort of price you think it might come in at? We haven't. We've got a ballpark figure. I took a snapshot of the best-selling 30 products in the UK mm -hmm. online last year, and the average price was £243. It doesn't allow for any sales, but that gave me a benchmark. And based on the tooling costs, but that'll depend on the final design. Yeah. But my, my goal is 199 to get it under the 200 pound market. So it's still a great value product price, um, but under the 200 pounds with the longevity of it being multifunctional as well. Yeah. I think that should give good value for money. 
Yeah, no, I, I certainly don't think that's out of the ballpark at all. I think it's really just about right. Uh, if people want to know more, do you have a website? I do have a website. It's uh, foldinplayhouse.com. It's purely information-led at the moment. There's no sales pitch on there. But if anybody's interested in buying the product, obviously they can register their interest. We have got quite a bit of traction, so hopefully they can register. We'll keep them in a database. And likewise, if any trade inquiries or investors would like to find out further information, then it's foldinplayhouse.com. Thanks very much, Kev. Thank you very much.